Welcome, folks, to The Bend. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Back. Thank you for tuning in. Today's show, we are heading south to Texas to talk quail. We got outdoor news. Also, if you don't remember, Father's Day is right around the corner, and we have gift ideas for you and so much more. Remember, everybody, keep guiding this ship where we're going. I always joke every week, this is your show, and that is what it is. Get a hold of me anytime. Call or text 305-900-BEND. That is 305-900-2363. Or drop me an email at bendradioshow at gmail.com. Joining today is my producer and sound engineer, Jeff Tigger Earhart. We're kind of switching up roles a little bit because when we do rodeos, you run the tunes, you run the mixing board, you run the mics. But when we're doing your show, I come over and I am the music director. Yes, that is the truth. And by the way, those of you that do or don't follow us on social media and stuff, it's been a lot of fun. It's I've been getting a lot of messages back back to me going, holy cow, it is catch back if you can, because, oh, my gosh, we were on the road over a thousand miles from nowhere mm-hmm. doing all kinds of things over the weekend, hiking, rodeo. You were announcing, mm-hmm. as you said, I mm-hmm. was DJ and rocking mm-hmm. it out, having a blast. You yeah, I guess technically you were DJ. Yeah, go ahead. I'll, I'm going to call myself what I'd like. <laughs> anyway. Music director. Oh, okay. I'm learning the Sounds new good. terms. All right. But I also want to talk about last week's episode, in case you met, missed it. We were talking about hiking, and I do have to give Tigger Heather and, uh, sorry, a feather in his hat again, because he is the one who really got me into hiking. And there was a great discussion about looking ahead and going through your packs and how important it is to do this before and then right away after a hike. And I'm bringing this up because I didn't realize how important it was until I visited with this other other lady that does this as a business almost. And that is what Tigger has been teaching me for quite some time, the importance of doing that. And we're getting ready to do another big hiking trip. And what did we Very do? Soon. We got back from our thousand of miles from nowhere trip. And immediately that night, we went right through our packs, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, and one reason that I say go through them at the end and shake them out, get the ticks off. <gasps> I hadn't even thought about that. Because uh, depending upon where you're at, you could be in tick infested area or not. Or if there's, you know, some people with spider bites. I know I am very susceptible to insect bites for some reason. But just to, to shake your pack out, clean it out, and then get it ready for the next time so you can grab and go. Like we're going to do this weekend, we're on the go. We're going to grab and go and try to get a, a hiking trip in if we can. Well, not a trip, but just Well, a and hike. to throw that in, if you aren't following us, do follow us on social media. You can follow me at The Ben Show because it's going to be another crazy weekend. We've got mm-hmm. another rodeo. Like he mm-hmm. said, we have another hiking trip planned. I'm hoping You're on even... the tunes, aren't you, again? You're music director. I am. I'm really loving this new gig. It's a lot of fun. All right. And then for everybody out there, otherwise, if you want to catch up on our past episodes at any time, head to our website, thebendshow.com, or if you have one of those fancy gadgets and a Alexa or Amazon Echo or even use a Google Is that the ones device. you talk into? Yes. You can at any time say, Alexa, play The Bend Show, and then you can catch up on all of our past episodes. And there's over 30-some already at this point. That sound means it's time for our spotlight segment. Our spotlight today is the guys from Ozark Traditions TV. Appreciate you guys being a fan of my show as I am of yours. If you've not checked them out, here's one of their mottos. 
hunting and fishing every chance we get with friends and family in God's creation. Absolutely. I am on board with that. Everybody get a chance, catch their shows on YouTube channel, Ozark Traditions TV and follow them at Ozark Traditions TV on Facebook. I am thinking, you know what, Tigger, we're going to have to have them on the show here in the near future. So I'm going to say a shout out to Justin Hampton, our good friend. Be ready. I think we need to get caught up on what's going on in the Ozarks. I say this week after week. We have amazing fans, the best listeners and followers on Facebook and Instagram. You are awesome. Love hearing from you. Remember, everybody, keep sending us the good stuff. See what listening, liking, and following could get you a shout out or maybe even as a guest on this show. Sit back and enjoy the news. Officials in Nanatala National Forest have issued a bear warning. No injuries have been reported, but the U.S. Forest Service issued a warning for hikers to take precautions when visiting the Joyce Kilmore Slick Rock Wilderness inside the National Forest. The area is about 110 miles southwest of downtown Asheville, North Carolina. The Forest Service said it has received reports of increased bear encounters at four spots where bears are stealing food and backpacks. The Forest Service warns, though bears are naturally afraid of humans, bears accustomed to human food can begin to associate human sense with the reward of food. Due to this, bears can become a threat to humans, property, and themselves. They go on to say, people who are confronted by bears should try and intimidate the animal by yelling and waving your arms using any object available to fight back. Brooklyn Bridge Park this summer, yes, as in New York City Harbor, will be offering free kayaking this summer at Brooklyn Bridge Park. Every Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday through the end of August, kayakers can paddle through Brooklyn Bridge Park's protected embayment for 20 minutes with stunning views of the New York City Harbor. Each kayaker will be provided with a kayak, paddle, and life vest. No kayaking experience is necessary for this one-of-a-kind opportunity. Learn more by searching Brooklyn Bridge Park Boathouse. This last story, actor Dwayne The Rock Johnson knows how to decompress. All it takes is a little help from Mother Nature. Johnson, who's topped the list of Hollywood's highest paid actors for two years in a row, took a break from the hustle and bustle of show business to spend time on his farm, where he raises a number of fish in his private pond. The Hawaiian-born Johnson has always spoken about his connection to both land and water. In a video posted to Instagram, the former wrestler-turned-actor showed off a prized catch, largemouth bass, as he explained in detail how escaping to his farm is his way to decompress. He commented, As you guys know, I raise my largemouth bass, striped bass, and my variety of subfish. There's a few other species in here too. I work very closely with a university biologist. The rock concluded before tossing the fish back into the pond by saying, So good to get away to my farm to decompress, take mental inventory. I fell in love with fishing when I was a little boy, so quiet time like this away from the noise makes everything to me grateful and a little reminder to all of you guys of the importance of self-care thank you the rock we couldn't agree more and are happy to find out that you are a fellow outdoorsman like the rest of us after the break we are heading south to texas beck will be right back
Pro Rodeo fans, watch the Cowboy Channel anytime, anywhere with PRCA on the Cowboy Channel Plus. Live stream the Cowboy Channel or watch your favorite PRCA rodeos on demand. Classic PRCA rodeos added weekly. Get the PRCA on the Cowboy Channel Plus for only $9.99 a month or save 25% by signing up for a full year. Visit CowboyChannelPlus.com to sign up and start streaming today. I am getting wound up just like everyone else to get on the water. Cast a line, land the big one. So instead of telling the story about the one that got away, how about landing the keepers? The bite is on in South Dakota at Loeb's Lake Oahe Guide Service. Cast, wait, set the hook, and bam, reel in the biggins. Check out Loeb's Lake Oahe Guide Service on Facebook for year-round tips, tricks, and to book your next successful trip. To be known, you have to be seen. To be seen, you have to get noticed. Downtown Threads has us covered. They provide that upscale, stylish, and noticeable custom embroidery design for premium clothing, apparel, and caps. Downtown Threads Oklahoma has the graphic design team and knowledge to take your look to the next level and be seen. Call today, 580-237-7060, and follow us on Facebook at Downtown Threads Oklahoma. Welcome back. Folks, today we head to Texas. Fellow outdoorsman and founder of Triple L Quail, Jared Lyde, is here. Raised on a cattle ranch south of Dallas near Forreston, Texas, to be exact, Jared, as a kid, was introduced to raising game birds as his father and him dabbled in pen-raising quail to increase the game bird population on their outfit. Many years later, Jared Lyde looked back on that experience and saw opportunity galore. Fast forward and Triple L Quail was established, a whole business in raising northern bobwhite quail, not just for his ranch, but for other ranches and farms wanting game birds, plus now offers guided hunts too. Jared, first off, welcome to the bend. How did this all come about, ranch to raising quail? So probably in the mid nineties is when we got into the quail business and started out small, just wanted to do it just for, just to turn birds loose on our, on our place. And that ended up when we finally stopped growing, it was right at a hundred thousand birds. So we, the, the market was needed the birds, I guess could, could bear them. So we, we got pretty big, pretty fast. And now it was maybe 10 years in between or, or more. And I, I wanted some extra spending money for, for my hobby. So I got back into the quail business and it, this year, if everything goes as planned, I'll raise 180,000 as a minimum. Wow. Did you say 180,000 quail? Yes, ma'am. They're, they're very hard to keep alive, but if, if I get lucky, then I may hit that 200,000 mark. Okay. Okay. So what were you doing before you got into the into raising quail? I mean, it just kind of, uh, it doesn't sound like something a person just all of a sudden thinks, when, hey, you know what? I'm going to start raising quail. <laughs> right. Uh, we, <clears throat> mainly just doing the ranch and the cows before. And then, like I said, I've got, I've got a lot of places I want to go and see and a lot of hunts I want to go on, a lot of trips. So I needed some more mad money. So I, I, I got into the quill business. This would be my, I believe it's either fifth year, fifth or sixth. I can't remember. Okay. So when you raise these quail, are you using these birds on your own ranch for maybe hunts or are you selling? What, what are you doing with all these birds? I'm really small time as far as my hunts go. We, I have land here. That my uh, that I live on and my my quail farmers on and I I've got hunts here but 
mainly most of my birds go to, to bigger ranches that that hunt them. I don't I don't deal with. Uh, I guess all the birds get eaten, but I don't sell to restaurants. It's uh you know you have to be FDA approved, and it's, it's kind of the same thing as similar to a slaughterhouse. What I understand as far as the rules and regulations, raise the quail to eat. All, all mine are just just for hunting purposes. What type of quail are these? Uh, these are northern bobwhites. Are they native to Texas or? Are they something you're bringing in? Yes, ma'am. They're native. I think it's lack of, you know, there's tons and tons of research gone into it and everyone goes back and forth on it. But I, I think all the, you know, the quail are declining all due to the lack of cover and rainfall and this and that. So in my area, there's there's no wild quail around here. Or if they are, they're very, very few. So yeah, if somebody wants to go hunt them, then the pin race birds is you know, about your best option. Okay. Walk me through this quick. What goes into raising quail? Are they, do they arrive as batches of eggs? How's this work? I've never actually gotten to go to a hatchery before. You can do either or. I have an incubator that will hold around 50,000 eggs, but it's pretty time consuming to do, you know, get the eggs in the mail, set them through the incubation and then count out all the chicks. So I prefer to do the, just buy them as day old chicks. I, have, I buy them as day olds, they deliver them in and then we're off. It's about four, depends on the, on the weather, the temperature's you know, anywhere from four to six weeks of the birds being in the rooms, which we call brooders. And then we kick them outside into the flat pens. And when they're in the rooms, we usually only go in there about three times a week. We turn off the lights, use headlight, use headlamps. And then once they're outside the pens, it, it's usually, we don't go in there unless we have to check food and water. But everyone calls it, you know, raised in isolation. So I have barriers, plastic barriers on the outside of the pens where the birds can't see out if we're working outside the pens. Most, most if we have to do a lot of work in the pens, we'll, We'll do it at nighttime. The theory behind it is it helps keeps the birds wild so they're not really sure what a human is. So when the hunters hunt them, they're not running up to them, you know. That makes sense. I, I, I find this really fascinating. So about how much time, I guess, that you ship the birds out then? About what time of year do you ship them out? If you're just, because right now you just got some batches in in the last month, right? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, just getting ramped, ramped back up. I'll get small numbers in and it'll kind of ramp up towards towards the end of the year, but people start dog training kind of, there'll be a few sales in September, not many, but really the temperatures need to get below 75 before people get super interested in hunting and training dogs. So the October's probably when it starts really, really starts, I guess. And, uh, in February, it's pretty fast and furious. I think all the other hunting's done, you know, your deer hunting, your duck hunting. So then people go to the quail and try to get that in before it gets hot. Gotcha. So are your birds, are you keeping them, are, when you go to sell them, are you keeping them around Texas or are they heading out of state too? A little bit of everywhere. Last year I sold a lot of birds in you know, Kansas, Oklahoma, a few in Louisiana, a couple of guys in Colorado were buying them, New Mexico. So they, it, it's, it's branching out. My, my name's getting out there after, I guess, probably by word of mouth, five or six years, it's, it's getting out there. So that, that's a good thing. Now, Triple L Quail, you also offer hunts too on your ranch. How many birds is a person allowed to take if they go hunting? On these pin-raised birds, there's no uh, there's no limit. They don't regulate that. What I do is normally put out 15 birds per hunter. It'd be 15 to 20 birds per hunter. Most most hunts last about three hours. I've got I lost count now. I think it's I have about 15 dogs that I used to guide the hunts with. I've got pointers and flush dogs, so it makes for a exciting hunt. Oh wow! I would say it does. You you're so you're providing all the birds. You're providing the dogs. Yeah, the hunters just, they show up with their, 
guns and ammo, and then I put the birds out about 30 minutes before we start. And then, then yeah, they go they go home with however many birds they shoot, and they're cleaned and ready to go. All right. So have you encountered any crazy things happen on these hunts or, you know, even raising the birds through this process? Do you have any memorable stories? Raising the birds is, is, is very difficult. The All the... The old saying with the quail is the quail's born looking for a way to die. So it's not even a, a shock anymore to lose a whole bunch of birds. Last year, the uh, we had a cold front in October come through, and I lost 26,000 birds due to the cold. So that's that's not a, not a fun story or exciting story, but it's kind of a shocking one, you know, when you lose that many birds at once. Absolutely. Wow, that really puts things into perspective. Uh, there's struggles no matter what you're raising is what it sounds like. You know, it doesn't matter. I'm more familiar with the cattle industry, and I know you're familiar with the cattle as well. But now to hear this from another side of animals being raised and stuff, the hurdles that you have to go through. Yeah, no, though it's not a great story to hear, but it's one to also keep in perspective that, that there's absolutely trials with anything we do. For sure, yes, ma'am. As you've gone down this road, does it get you excited on where the, the quail are going, where your future is going? Because I was doing a little looking. It looks like you've been expanding quite a bit over the years. Yes, ma'am. My facility is made to hold or to raise 200,000 quail in a season. And it's unfortunate as far as the wild quail population. I don't see it bouncing back any anytime soon. There's good years and bad years, but I think the bad years far outweigh the good years as far as the quail go. So the need for pen-raised birds, I think, will always be here. It is kind of a worry about the younger generations, you know, how many, how many younger generations, they're not being raised on the wild birds. So it's, if they do hunt birds, it's only pen raised birds. So I, I have had the thoughts of, I wonder what's going to happen, you know, 15 years from now when all the, the old timers that were raised on wild birds are gone and the dog trainer and all that. But uh, so far so good right now. That's an interesting topic you just brought up there. I hadn't really thought too much about as you said, the next generation being raised on pen raised birds when they're out hunting. I am a very avid hunter myself. And I guess I hadn't even thought about that in the South right now. It's more pen raised birds. Is that what you're saying? Because where I'm located, we're still able to do a lot of wild. If, if you go to South Texas, there there is wild birds. And I think West Texas has a few, but it's not super convenient. And I think it's pretty costly, you know, to go on a, on a wild bird hunt. And actually the pen raised birds, you know, that, that hunt's not the cheapest either. So that, that kind of factors in with people being grown up on that kind of hunting, you know. It wouldn't be something you would do, you know, every weekend or a few weekends. It'd probably be a kind of a special event. It sounds like it's, whether it's pen raised or wild, it's becoming a more expensive hobby. Yes, ma'am. I think so. That'd be, that'd be my opinion on it. As you've gone down this road, has this been something you've done as your as a family with your dad or anybody else, or has this kind of been, you know, your concept creation and 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 rolling with this? I, I wish I could claim credit for it, but no, my dad's a huge help in in all of it. He's like he got us started in it when I was a kid, and then I started back up. So, but any anytime I need some extra help or anything, he's he helps me out. So it's it's pretty much a family thing. That's wonderful. I love it when families can continue working and helping one another, especially just to promote something that's good and keeps us out in the outdoors. Curious, has this been able to funnel some of those other other fun expeditions, adventures you've been wanting to do? Has this worked out? We're, we're getting there. It's like any business, you know, it starts off slow and you got to build it up. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully there'll be some, some good years coming soon. The other, I'll be able to sell close to that 200,000 200, 200, range and 
then, then things should start looking pretty good. Thank you, Jared, and we wish you well on this venture. Those interested in learning more about the Northern Bob White Tail Quail or all-inclusive hunts Triple L Quail offers, head to triplelquail.com. Again, triplelquail.com, as well as you can find them on Facebook at Triple L Quail. Don't go anywhere. We make our final bend right after this. This is Sean McCoy with Mickey's Mustard. If you're like me, you love your condiments. So, are you feeling hot and sassy? Digging something sweet and zesty? Mickey's Mustard has it all. Mickey's is 100% all-natural mustard sauce made with banana peppers. And get this, it's fat-free to boot. Shop at Mickey's. That's M-I-C-K-E-Y-S. Mickey'sMustard.com. Ain't nothing like it, and it's straight from the heart of Texas. I love this stuff. I ate the whole bottle in like two days. Hey guys and gals, this is John Arman with Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV. Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV travels the back roads to the backwaters in pursuit of the ultimate adventure in hunting and fishing. Join Team UAway every week for exciting action in the crosshairs of the outdoors. Catch Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV on YouTube, Amazon Prime, and make sure to follow Team UAway on Facebook and Instagram to share in the ultimate outdoor adventure. In the field, on the farm, or in the saddle, we're right there with you in your pocket, on your phone, and everywhere you go. RFD TV Now, current ag reports, geo-targeted weather, live streaming 24-7, and our full collection of shows you love at the tip of your finger. At less than $10 a month, it's the cheapest tool on the farm. Download the app today and start watching RFD TV now. In the crosshairs today with Father's Day just around the bend, we have some ideas for all of you to be thinking about. And I'm going to throw this in here right away. Those that know me best know that when I look at gifts, I often look at our time as a gift as well. We know it's time that we can't get back. And a lot of times, especially when it comes to our fathers, our parents, grandparents, anybody special to us, they really want to be able to spend time with us. So I got thinking about some of the activities that we might be able to plan. There's still enough time to plan to do with our loved fathers up ahead. What I'm thinking is Think about maybe a chartered fishing trip together. <laughs> Yay. I know. Tigger's all over this one. Yeah. And if you're thinking here going, well, where do these I even are, start? These are legit. Where do I even start to book, a, to book a charter? Well, first off, just go to your local bait shop. You'll be surprised to find out how many anglers these guys know that they can put you right into um, communication with. And it's not necessarily when you, when you say st- charter a fishing trip, sometimes we think of, we're in the Gulf or something. Oh, it doesn't gosh, have to be that. Yes. It could be in your local, the We're river We're talking in the backyard. It's unbelievable. There's guides. all yeah. kinds of guides that will take you on local ponds, larger lakes, rivers, streams. And then on top of that, maybe you might be fun to take up a new type of fishing as an example. I'm using fishing just because Father's Day is just a theme you can see I'm kind of going through right now. But think about fly fishing. Are yes. either of you into fly fishing? Or I'm would a fly you, fishing fanatic. Or would you like to get into fly get fishing? Into if Tigger lived closer to all of you, I would be putting you in contact for him for some personal fly fishing uh, lessons. But there's an idea right there. Take the time, look about what's 
outside and the outdoors around you and try and plan some kind of an activity versus, you know, just going out and buying the card or something like that. I mean, those are, those are still appreciated, but after all the pandemic, the COVID, everything going on, a lot of times what our parents want the most is that quality time spent together. And then those are also memories you're going to remember, bring the kids with the kids are going to remember doing these activities with grandpa. And I don't know, Tigger, do you have any other thoughts? on? I was going to say maybe cook something. Maybe cook something together with, and maybe not necessarily your dad, but that positive male person in your life. It could be a brother. It could be a friend. All of that doesn't necessarily have to be, quote, unquote, Father's Day. But as long as there's beef, see how I did that, served at that meal. Absolutely. I agree with that, too. Take a feather out of his hat. Plan a barbecue for everybody. It'll be time that you'll all remember. Coming up next week, I share some of my most memorable moments with my dad in the outdoors, on the ranch, down the trail, and even when I got in trouble. If you have a topic we should investigate or have a tale of your own to share, send it this way. Remember, call, text 305-900-BEND. That is 305-900-2363. Or email bendradioshow at gmail.com. Social media, we are everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Follow us all week long at, that's A with the circle, The Ben Show. A huge thank you to everyone who came around the bed. Producer and sound engineer, Jeff Tigger Earhart. Jared Lied from Triple L Quail for sharing his story of getting into pen raising quail. Keep up those exciting adventures as well. You can follow, remember in our spotlight, Ozark Traditions TV and Justin Hampton. Be ready. I'm going to be calling you soon. And remember everyone, Father's Day is just around the bend. So keep thinking about those ideas that we just shared. As always, folks, keep sending in those adventure pictures, hunting, fishing, camping, hiking, everything and anything you're doing outdoors. We want to see those pictures while you are out. We love seeing what everyone is up to. As always, thank you to our partners, Wolf Auctioneers, Ranch House Coffee, Mickey's Mustard. Are you feeling hot and sassy? Downtown Threads, Oklahoma. Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV. Join Team UOA every week for exciting action in the crosshairs of the outdoors. Loeb's Lake Oahe Guide Service. RFD TV and the Cowboy Channel. Visit CowboyChannelPlus.com to sign up and start streaming today. RFD TV now. Finally, a big thanks to all of you listeners out there that came along. Keep up with me back all week long by following The Bend on Facebook and on Instagram at The Bend Show. This is Rebecca Warner, and remember to catch back if you can next week on The Bend. <laughs>